You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Hello. What's up, man? Hey. How's it going? Yeah, I was recording at IMR Radio. I'm awaiting my uh, neighbor who is uh, coming on podcast, uh, who is also a podcaster, X Reels. He is uh, coming on in my earlier production. So yeah. that's really cool. That's really cool. You got a neighbor that's that's into the same stuff. Yeah, I, I, this year has been. So much alignment. I find so many good people around me that have the same passions, music, uh, the, the same passions as in detaching from the system. They're not necessarily fakeologists, right? They, they believe in the nukes and even the moon landings and so, but we don't talk about these things, but they recognize the evilness of the system. And that's what it's about. Isn't, isn't that like the, the start of things, right? Before yeah. you start going into other topics is that you have to realize that the big brother is controlling us essentially per se. We've got to break from the matrix. Yeah, absolutely. And in countries like Colombia, Colombia is one example is that people are generally not everyone, but it depends on the stratum, but generally more suspicious of the government because they've been fucked much more clearly, much more obviously. The same corruption is happening in Europe and in, in the US and in Canada, but here the people recognize it much easier because it's much more obvious. It's, it's less sophisticated, right? Less sophisticated, huh? That's interesting. So you say, you say that those people live an easier life out there where you live. In general, life... People make their life easier in, in, in Europe and in North America, to take those areas as examples, people mm-hmm. make their own lives so difficult because they pump so much bullshit in their life. They're, they're busy with the media. They're not busy with what's happening in Ukraine, but it keeps them busy. It keeps their mm-hmm. life busy. And here people, uh, I mean, if there is something in the news, then it's national news. It, and then usually it is something real, which is propagandized uh, most probably, but it's it's real. It's like a landslide or it's like a natural disaster, right? It's something like that. It's not uh, busy with... The people here are now a bit more than ever, of course, but busy with Ukraine, but it's not as prevalent as in the US and Europe, where people are much more just busy with stuff that is not their own life. Is, is, isn't your country uh, like a democracy or something like that, dude? 
Uh, well, yeah, uh, that's a good question. I don't know after the uh, last elections or selections, but yeah, it is a uh, democracy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't believe in that concept. So. That's crazy. But I, I told it outright to people. I don't believe in that. No, doesn't matter. The majority of of a, of a group of people is now intrinsic has now intrinsic value. I mean, if if you if you're in a majority of a group of cannibals, good luck. Yeah, yeah, get get out of there ASAP. Yeah, <laughs> probably turn into one of one, one of them without even knowing. Yeah, and it is it is an, it is people. I had this. I literally had this speech by the police at the police station. I've been there multiple times. And they, that was uh, because of money and so on. And, uh, neighbors uh, going bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I get a speech about yeah what democracy means and so. And if we live in Colombia, yeah, that's a democracy, so we have to respect the democracy and all that, right? And I just just get a standard speech. I know how it works there. I understand the psychology of it, and and yeah, yeah, I have to to listen there and then sit, yeah, yeah, but sure, I don't believe in that, uh, in that idea, and so and, uh, but yeah, people are so indoctrinated with that. Right? It's so important for them, it's, even if they don't realize it or use the word, it's just ingrained in their thinking. Do you ever do you ever get uh, right wingers trying to run for president over there? Well, we used to have. Like always, a uh, a financially conservative, let's say, or so right-wing government. So this is the first time we have an ex-FARC socialist uh, president. So wait, wait, you you have a a right-winger in politics right now? Oh, no, no, the exact opposite, the first socialist. Uh First okay, time yeah, yeah. that Colombia, because Colombia has never been under uh, Bolivarian uh, communist regimes like like all the other countries, all of them, except Colombia, because it was always America dominated, still is. So, but then this Petro guy, uh, he is also he's a he's a champagne socialist, so I I don't know what is going to happen, so, but yeah, it's outright mm-hmm. open, and, and that's why I predicted this guy would win, and it's not not, not so uh, special. He is the Biden of this, of, of here, right? He is the representative of the new world order. We are going towards an, uh, an uh, oil-less society, and that's what—that's his message. So he will win. Simple. Yeah. Yep, they're essentially perpetuating the NWO with the uh, left-wing ideology and mm-hmm. government. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same exact thing in America as well and it's probably the same exact thing in these other countries that are trying to have the voting sway in such a way to where it's going to be the left side almost every single time man yeah you see that already or you you guys see that or experience that much more than me but uh, um, in the last production I just released a new stream mixcloud.com also IMI radio is um is the uh, guilty by association tactic of if you are against corona measures, then you must support the ex-president, which is not even there anymore. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but that's the only uh, Pavlov knee-jerk reaction, right? Yeah, man, I mean, 
everything is so fake these days, dude. So the president is the perfect example. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows how many different people are wearing that freaking mask, man? I, I, I honestly, there, there's been a few times I've, I'm not sure if you ever seen a couple of those videos where you could see that he's wearing some kind of mask, uh, and they forgot to put the makeup. Yeah, uh, I avoid everything except, uh, especially of this most horrific guy. I cannot watch him, but your message is the same message I have been giving that this guy is played openly, and I mean this shouldn't be a secret. This shouldn't be something controversial. That he is played by different characters. That is like you say towards a more virtual uh, experience. Any anyway, with gaming or with software, uh, Adobe. What was the latest uh, release? I don't remember the name, but where you can do uh, 4D uh, something, right? Okay, I don't remember. But yeah, you, so it's only logical that their freak. Because they come from the freak shows, the traveling freak shows. That's where Hollywood and all these these, these so-called idols come from, right? That they yeah. also go digital and virtual and completely, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, the, the pixels, only pixels. The, the president exists of pixels, not more. Yo, if you, if you look at all of these uh, new Netflix uh, movies, they're all, it's all like the there's video backgrounds. It's like they don't have enough money in their budget to actually film at like real life places. It's crazy. Yeah, that's very expensive. I know. And and now the digital technology is so cheap that it doesn't make any sense. Well, it does make sense only for the good uh, cinematographer that go to location and on location, film location, because they know how important it is, of course, for the experience of the movie. But yeah, indeed that. But it's the pixel presidents who are ruling now, right? Absolutely. What's up, John? Yeah, John. Welcome. Am I coming through clear? Can you hear me? Yep. We can hear you. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, Hope you guys are great. Hope the uh, listeners are all doing well. Hey, what do you think of this um, this soul stampede event where supposedly 100 plus people died in a, a human <clears throat> crush? What did you guys make of that? Have you looked into that one? What do you think? I was looking, I was looking at the the video of the aftermath. Uh, I don't know. Some some didn't seem right, man. Of uh, those, uh, did you see those those people trying to resusc- resuscitate some of the people on the ground? Yeah, I saw some footage of someone supposedly trying to resuscitate someone, and it looked like he was pressing on their legs. And it's like, bro, come mm-hmm. on! I don't think that's how you resuscitate people pressing down they're on their openly, legs. They were openly pulling our leg. Someone, uh, Marfer said it right here in the server. Marfer, shout out. Oh, yeah, man. Right about that. Mm, very strange stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, that's cool, man. I I would imagine you you would be on it on just like how you're on it on practically everything. It's to be, but these days I don't really pay attention to the baby hoaxes. But this one, I was just reading through some um, 4chan and someone put a thread up on it. And I was like, oh, I'll take a look at some of the footage. Why not? What else am I doing? And I saw that dude doing the leg resuscitation. And I was like, hold on a second here. So I started looking at some of the different footage. And some of the footage does look um, plausible. It looks believable. 
know what I mean? And people can, you get a bunch of people together and then they're all getting pushed from one side for one reason. In theory, it's possible that some people will get crushed. I mean, that can happen. I'm not saying it's impossible. So, like, I think auto-hoaxing is the sensible default position. At the same time, though, can I state categorically that nobody died, nobody got hurt? I mean, I can state that for the rhetorical value. But in terms of the objective reality, I don't know. I don't know. And I wouldn't really care. But then I saw these um, photos of, like, the stores in the background said New World Shoes. And New World Plaza. And that was like right behind where the bodies were. And it kind of reminded me of some of those hoaxes from like 2016. Like the good old days, you know? The good good old old days of the so-called truth movement, fakeologist.com. You know, happier times. Friendlier times. Better times. (laughs) You know, back before people were worried about, you know, oh, they're coming to take our guns or there's going to be a... um. You know, there's going to be martial law or this kind of crap. Like the good old days. Now it's all jibby jab this and jibby jab that. I'm sick of this jibby jab bullshit. When when are all the people going to start collapsing? That's what I want to know. All these people pushing the idea that the jibby jab is going to kill everyone. Fine. That's I've got no problem with that. But when? You know what I mean? It's been like two years now, man. I want to see the people collapsing. Or I want the people pushing the narrative that the jibby jab is going to kill everyone. I want them to... Acknowledge the fact that it hasn't happened yet. It's a, so why are they putting so in people's heads? JLB, it's a slow kill. It's going to take like 60, 70 years old. Then they're, you know, maybe 80. They're just going to kill over. Hey, Waterman Chris coming to us from Florida. How are you, man? <laughs> Good. I'm just uh, I'm waiting for bro? my son to get out of uh, basketball tryouts. So I'm sitting in the parking lot. He'll probably be out in the next 10 minutes. But I figured yeah, I'd pop cool. in. I saw you on here. Yeah, I just popped in. I saw these guys in here, so I thought I'd just come in and listen. And then one of them, then um, Truth Lane threw it to me. So I was like, oh, I'll come and say hello. Since I'm here, here's what I'm looking at right now. This um, Soul Crush. It's interesting too, isn't it? Like Soul, spelled S-E-O-U-L, but it's pronounced Soul. So it's a Soul Crush. And I didn't realize this. It's like meant to be a, um, what do you call it? Uh, Val- not Valentine's Day, uh, Halloween. It's meant to be like a Halloween uh, thing. So you've got people, you've got a guy dressed as Mario. One of the guys supposedly resuscitating someone or like aiding the, the injured or dead dressed as Mario. That's kind of funny, you know, like, um, obviously if someone really did die, I'd get hurt. My heart goes out to the families, but just the, the optics of the whole thing, people dressed as Mario and Pikachu and shit walking around resuscitating people. It's kind of funny. And it's happening right in front of New World Shoes and New World Plaza, you know, it's, um, yeah, if, if this is being scripted by somebody or by the cosmos, it is kind of amusing. You've got to give the scriptwriters some credit. Yeah, Owen, ben- Owen Benjamin says it's a comic. He's like, he's like, whoever's scripting this is a comic. He's like writing a whole uh, movie, like an animated movie. He's going to write about it. That it was, uh, he's like a 180 or 200 year old comic that is just, he's like, how else do you get Wayne Sexton and General Betrayus and you know, all these things that we see that are so ridiculous. Dude, Dr. Wayne Carver at Sandy. Yeah. The guy <laughs> carving up the kids. <laughs> what about Bernie Madoff? Bernie Madoff yeah. with the money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's all, uh, it's crazy. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello. 
I'm Northern Tracy, speaking from Ireland, and you're listening to Fakeologist Audio on fakeologist.com. What a mouthful. What was his name? Um, was it Angel Colon at the gay nightclub shooting? I think that was 2016 yeah. as well. I think it was around 2016. Man, it's been six years. Can you believe that? Like, that's a long time. The good old yeah. days were a long time ago. And then Stephen Paddock, like, shooting the people in the paddock, like, <laughs> at the, oh, yeah, the Route 71 Harvest Festival. Stephen Paddock shoots the people who are getting harvested at the festival. And there, this is something that nobody's picked up on, but I saw at that time I was watching uh, The Walking Dead. In the episode right before that incident, there was a, a scene where they have like a 50 cal machine gun up in a tower and they kill like everybody from this, from this tower. And it was like exactly the story. Like everybody died except for one or two people. And it's exactly paralleled the, the quote real story. And I was like, I can't believe they did this. And I don't even so I'm know. Looking if it's up right now. So I said Route 71. It's a Route 91 Harvest Festival. And that was in, uh, what was the date of that one? Hold on. Long Lopper Shooting. 2017. Okay, so October. That was October 1, 2017. Now I'm going to look up the list of episodes for The Walking Dead to see what was the episode right before. This is very interesting to me. It was either right before or right after. Nobody's brought it up, but it was like, it stuck in my head. I was like, holy shit. I can't believe that. Well, they, so the show finished season seven in April and then came back for season eight in October 22. So a couple of weeks after the event. So okay, that episode so was called Mercy. Let's have a look here. I'm just reading now. Sorry, you, you, you keep talking. I'm going to read this, see if I can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, there's a scene where they... They're up in a tower, the baddies, and they shoot everybody, like all the good guys. And that's the and thing, like when you when you see these stories, like the kill rates are just so absurd. They don't make any sense if you've ever handled a firearm. Like these little, you know, 17, 18 year old scrawny kids that are taking out you know, 100% of the people they shoot are dying. It's it just, it's like impossible. Not like impossible, it is impossible. Absolutely right. It's statistically complete nonsense. Adam Lanza, 96% accuracy rate. Yeah, Adam Lanza in Spanish means Adam, the first man shoots. What? Really? Wow. I don't know. I don't know how tr- how honest that is, but it sounds like people are onto something with that. I mean, it's it's hard to kill like animals like quickly and cleanly. Like when you're sitting there, you know, in a tree blind, like I know people who have are expert marksmen, you know, like excellent shots, hunters that are sitting in a tree blind 
with their gun supported, with a scope, taking their time, no adrenaline, you know, calm as can be, and they'll hit a deer in the heart, and it'll freaking run, you know, two, three hundred yards, and that's a, you know, that's a deer that's like standing still. Like, think about a human moving and adrenaline, and it's just, it would never happen. Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to find the episode, um, but I'll, I'll have to look into this further, because that's interesting. Very interesting to me. I'll look for it. I'll, I'll see. But, yeah, it was... Let me see if I can find it. Give me a second. But I saw that um, Ab, the fakeologist, was suggesting in the chat earlier today or yesterday, whatever time it was, that he'd like to see some more fakeology discussion here at fakeologist.com. And I found myself nodding along in agreement. I was like, you know what? That would be cool if there was some fakeology discussion here at fakeologist.com. That's how it used to be back in the good old days, man. We need to make fakeologists great again. Now's the time. Oh, jeez. I mean, why not? I kind of missed the drama. I kind of missed the um, Rollo drama, like the weekly updates about his um, issues in his personal life and problems with uh, the police, the legal system, his neighbours, of course, his own domestic situation. I do kind of miss those updates on the Rick and Rollo show. But Rollo's gone now, apparently. um, He has been cancelled from fakeologist.com. I didn't do it. I don't know who did it. I don't know how this happened. I'm not very happy about it. But since he's gone, well, how about we get back to fakeologist? Fakeology discussion. Real oh. or hoax? Did anybody die get hurt? You tell me. Apparently he's gone because uh, he interrupts people mid-conversation when he's drunk all the time. So yeah, he, he does get a bit too drunk. That is true. He does do that sometimes. You know, at least, at least at least when some of us drink, you know, we don't get all crazy like he does. Oh, yeah. What did you think the truth I am of um, of Dave J? Because I was a huge fan of Dave J in the past, and I'm still very grateful for the good things he did in the past. However, I feel I just feel like some of his antics lately, you know, one of the things he said about Les Luthor, the dude who went to Ukraine, I'm just like, Dave J, man, I, I really, it's hard for me to condone this kind of conduct, I'm trying to say. I'm not happy about it. It's like when you look up to someone and you respect them, and then they sort of go and... Like, you can't just put it down to a bad day. If they keep doing it over and over, you can't just say, well, that was just a bad day. You know what I mean? At a certain point, you have to be like, you know what? Maybe this person just doesn't have good intentions here and uh, and doesn't respect other people. That's what I'm starting to think about about him, to be honest with you. Maybe a couple of years ago, we thought different about Dave J, but I don't know what's what's going on with him lately. Well, he did excellent work trying to get people to question what they think they know about so-called war and about so-called history and other topics. And uh, so I appreciate that. And also, man, when I got into the scene back in 2014, there were a bunch of people who were, they were the ones causing problems. And so Dave J kind of, he was just doing his own thing. He always just does his own thing. So even though his attitude was a little bit antagonistic, he was antagonizing the antagonizers. I'm trying to say, like it was kind of, it was, it was the right Attitude for the for the time, whereas yeah. coming into a fakeologist chat where people are just chatting and then calling them corpses and stuff, and I don't see the need yeah. for it. I don't see the benefit of it. What's the benefit? 
did you did you see what he said? I think he uh, said uh, spiritual homosexual. To well, he used to call people spiritual murderers, and and I I could see where he was coming from because it's like if suppose you're suppose you're saying that you question coronavirus, how deadly it is, and then I come mm. and tell you, oh my auntie died from coronavirus. Well, now I'm putting this idea of death into your head. And if I can't prove that it's true, why am I telling you this story? And people do it all the time on the internet. Right. So he used to call out the spiritual murderers. Like you're committing murder in spirit. Telling people that people died of hurt. I, I get it. Calling people spiritual home. I don't even, like, what is he, what does that even mean? Like, what, what, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't even know if I want to get it. I'm at the point where it's just like, dude, Liz Luther went to Ukraine. And he documented that this war is fake. It's not real. And, uh, and so for Dave to, what did he call him? I don't remember what he called him, some stupid name. Just like, Dave, you of all people should appreciate what this guy's done. And then right. he had, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But it, look, in saying all of that, this is not my house. If Abby is <laughs> happy for people to come here and insult each other and, you know, uh, Dave is merely doing what he, what he feels is the right thing to do. So good luck to him. Good luck to have the fakeologist, you know, who am I to tell people what to do at this place? She, but, he's not in here it. at this time. He's not in here. Um, he got put in, uh, the waiting room <laughs> and, uh, he wasn't too happy about that. So he just left the server. He'll probably come back. He's a bit like Gaia. He leaves, comes back, leaves, comes back. We'll probably see him again. And look, maybe when we see him again in the future, maybe he will be more, you know, he'll be more um, positive energy, you know? So maybe he's just been having a rough couple of weeks. I don't know. Look, dude, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think that's happening, man. He's been doing, he's been doing this for a while now. Yeah. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. We did get some awesome sound drops from him, though. Remember he was talking to Guy once and he's like, Guy, if you take a rock, and you put icing on that rock, and you put candles on it, and then you call it a cake. You do know that's still a rock, right? And then Guy was like, I'm a geologist. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that, Guy? I'm sure he does. Oh, man, good times. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I try, I try not to like focus on the negatives, you know. Yeah, it's I try hard to focus on the positives. It's hard not to, though. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like I said, I just, you know, coming here calling people corpses. I mean, what does it even mean to 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 yell at someone on an online chat? You are a corpse to me. Okay, yeah. what does that what mean? Is- Maybe there's other other ways to communicate what you're trying to communicate because. To anyone listening to this, they might not get the message. You know? Yeah. Like what what is the message here? If if you're gonna name call, man, you're not gonna get anywhere, you know, spreading a message. <laughs> yeah, you you can't throw a fallacy in there and call it and call it a day or you can call it a truth. Yeah. No, he's he's a character, you know, this team that's for a lot of us, this scene is entertaining. In fact, I would say for the vast majority of people here, that's that's why they're here. It's entertainment. And so he is entertaining. You've got to give him credit for that. I mean, just just sitting there yelling at people, that's not particularly entertaining. But over the journey, over the last eight years, Dave has provided a lot of entertainment. So I give him credit for that. He's, he's I, a character. 
I would say that he's changed his style recently based off maybe the times, but uh, six years ago or four or five years ago, even even three years ago, he was different than he is now. There's something about him now that's really got him off his rocker. When he's calling. Well, the thing is, I get it if someone says, I don't care what people think about me. Like, I don't care if you like me. What I, I totally get that. At the same time, I know if you're trying to share a message with people and you're an intelligent person, you know, there are some ways that are more conducive to passing on your message than other ways. And so why would an intelligent person who wants to share a message yeah. almost seemingly go out of their way to piss people off? Like, why would they do that? And if Dave J was here, I'd ask him that. And he would probably start yelling at me and calling me a corpse. <laughs> I'd be like, Dave, what does that mean, dude? Like, come on now. Mean calling, man. Like, you think people are going to be okay with calling you something that makes absolutely no fucking sense? Yeah, it doesn't make any he sense. Says, he says that JLB stole his nobody died nobody got hurt and doesn't give him credit but you always give him credit you always say hat tip to Dave J yeah and I didn't just get the rhetoric from him even just his work trying to explain what he means by when I say that no one died at war here's what I mean so I got the rhetoric from him and just the concept the conceptual part of of that idea with war and what have you I was like, his work assisted me back in the day, like back in 2014, 15, 16, whenever. His work was very um, useful. And I've said that countless times. And I've gone out of my way to promote this guy, to interview him, to make the interviews nice and structured and to promote them on YouTube and on Reddit and what have you. My chat with him about the war hoax, and there was several people on the call, not just myself, that has like a thousand listens uh, on my Libsyn, which most of my member calls only have like a hundred because there's not many members on my site. They, in fact, less than 100. But that one, I made it public, has more than 1,000 views. I took a clip from that where he's explaining what he means by war and he's going on about um, John McCain and all the rest of it. It's like a seven-minute clip, 10-minute clip, something like that. On my first channel, it got like 5,000, 10,000 views. On my current channel, I think it has 5,000 again. So I have gone out of my way to promote this this guy's good work. I've gone out of my way to promote it. And oh, yeah. just some of what he's been oh, doing lately, how could I promote that? How could I promote Dave J coming in here and calling people corpses or, or talking shit about Les Luther, who is the one dude who's actually been to Ukraine to document there is no war going on? How could I, how could I condone that or promote that? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's almost getting yeah. to the point where I want to disassociate from it. I'm like, hold on. Les is the one doing the work now. Les is the one who's gone there. Les is the one who's documented what's happening there, right? So to try to undermine Les, yeah, I'm not sure I like this one bit. Yeah, What's up, I, don't, I don't get it. Hi, it is me, Boobs. Yeah. Yeah, he took off your name, man. Maybe you should have left it. Yeah. It, it's still me, Boobs, though. Sure. I'll still remember you as Boobs. Hey, Boobs, were there any planes that flew into towers on 9-11 or the planes that we saw on TV completely fake? The, the, the difference between Boobs and 9-11 is three and two, right? There's there's one extra when it comes to 
Because that third building fell. But these boobies, they'd never sag. You feel me? They stay upright. They never fall. It's another big difference. Okay. How did you uh, find this server? How did you find Fakeologist server? Got an invite from somebody. <clears throat> Have you chatted with that before? Have you been on one of these shows before? Yeah. Um, probably this is my chance time, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Do you Are you interested in media fakery and the lies on the TV? Is that an interest of yours? I can I can see that they're following a script on TV big time, yeah. Uh, especially in news where they're supposed to be reporting something that uh, is an actual actual event, right? But they're uh, they're all just going off of some script they've been given. Like say on nine eleven, we're told that three thousand people died and many more got hurt from the towers collapsing and all the rest of it. What's your take on that? Do you think that number is accurate? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, it, it, it's possible that it is. It's, um, I don't, I don't want to kind of put it into like the Holocaust, Holohoax range or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember it as a child and, um, Although belief that I don't even like, I, I know that it was not possible that some, uh, even at that age, I was in eighth grade. So I was, uh, 15, 14 years old. And I knew there was no possibility that a country like ours, uh, of, of like, of the strength of America, it's a, it's a superpower. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not like, it's not like just wandering. You can't just wander in drunk into this country, like through some airspace like they did. So, um, like I think believe, uh, it was actually a video game that kind of, uh, got me on the path because this is before I even smoked weed. And a lot of, a lot of times, uh, I, I, I like to say that smoking weed really strengthened my course towards the truth because, um, I had like really good sleep. No, just kidding. Uh, it was really the fact that it was so illegal and I, you know, people were treated so terribly for it. Uh, I, I had to really re, reassess what was going on because, uh, you know, the government is just so, so ready to shoot you or cuff you, whatever it comes down to. Hopefully, um, neither. But um, yeah, I've, I've I've had that I've had that um, anxiety, I guess. You know what I mean? Like the scared shitless moments. So many Hold times. Hold on, Me. I'm Delacroix. I'm Ashika. Dave George. Cody from Memphis. Silver Bay. Chris from Hoaxbusters. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Yeah, that's just a bumper. Every 20 or 30 minutes, there's a um, an advertisement that comes on. A bumper, they call it. Yeah, so, you know, some people, especially at this website, especially in the past, maybe not so much today, it's, it's changed a lot around here, but back in the day, 
the majority of people here were like, yeah, 3,000 people, that's not real. There's no 3,000 dead people. At most, a couple hundred. And that's at most. The rest are all fake. Vic Sims, V-I-C-S-I-M-S. Vic Sims, not real people. Some people even believe that nobody died, nobody got hurt, period, on that day. So, uh, sounds pretty yeah. crazy. But it's, 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 hard, it's, hard to, um, it's hard to think about. Yeah, uh, I did do a report on it, a PowerPoint presentation. Um, when I had entered high school a couple of years later, and like, yeah, I mean, it. I I was looking at porn and definitely doing research too at the same time. Like, dude, like this is just me being a kid, being introduced to a computer with unrestricted access, and they don't know how to stop us. Um, uh, but like, yeah, it. it they definitely had a lot of uh, canines that kind of went into it, and um. Like they had to try to recover the bodies, right? Re- use the use the um, German Shepherd. Very uh, diligently, these dogs um, had tried to recover survivors, and some of them had had actually died. Even um, and even the parish, you know, trying to recover. But I, I really don't think three thousand was going to be uh the amount it was probably more like 20s in the like around 20 like people but there there's unmistakably some people would have could have been placed strategically in the harm's way yeah i see that's very interesting thank you for answering that sometimes i ask people that question and they for some reason they don't answer it i'm like well this is fakeologist.com you just Shouldn't be difficult to answer, so thank you for that. How about these jibby jabs? You know, a lot of people think that these coronavirus vaccines are going to kill people, or they are killing people. Do you think so? Do you think the, the vaccines are killing people en masse? Uh, a lot of people have noted there's uh, some strange irregularity in blood vessels with, like, clotting, and it's not a blood clot exactly. Um, at this point, it's like it's like a whole other organism um, that kind of like a, another tissue that grows in there, like a like a cancer in your veins, like um, that. Yeah, that's that's people dying. There are people that yeah, they just fall out on on live television for no reason um, after the vaccine. No, 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 uh, nothing to see here. But for me, yeah, it's definitely I, I see it. Mm, yeah, look, I'm open-minded definitely. to it, bro. I'm open-minded to the possibility that these vaccines are killing people. I'm open-minded. You know, why not? It's a crazy world. At the same time, though, I, I auto-hoaxed all these people collapsing in China because some dude ate a, ate a bat in China. I'm like, people collapsing on the street from some new virus. Give me a break. What a load of nonsense. And, of course, we soon found out it was a complete load of nonsense. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt from some invisible body-possessing demon because some guy ate a bat in China. What a load of complete cod swallop. Well, I kind of have the same feeling about these people supposedly dying en masse from the, from the jibby-jab. That's not happening in my reality. I'm not seeing that. I hear these people talking about, oh, there's more ambulances now. I'm like, what? Not in my reality. Now, now in fairness, I live in a country where almost nobody took the jibby-jab, so perhaps I'm shielded from it. But I still, I still speak to people back. They're not reporting to me that people are collapsing suddenly, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. I'm not hearing that. And I know several people who took the jibby-jab. I'm not hearing reports of myocarditis or random faints, seizures, deaths. I'm just don't. In my world, that's not real. So 
I'm, I'm open to the possibility that it's just the people I talk to and where I live and that. Okay, fine. Hopefully people can, who, who do believe the jibbies are killing everyone, they can at least see where I'm coming from. Like, we can agree to disagree on this. All I want to know is when, when are we going to see the, the mass death? Cause dude, I don't want to see people die, but if it's going to happen, let's get it out of the way, right? When's it going to happen? Cause in Australia, a lot of people took those jibby jabs. A lot of people. I would say the majority of people. Was it really 90% whatever they claimed? I don't know. But it, I believe it was the majority of people took the freaking jibby jabs. So when are they going to start dying? Like when's the real estate price going to start coming down in Australia? Like let's look at the silver linings here. When? Cause it's been two years, bro. And there's a lot of people saying with a lot of confidence that the GBJs are killing people. I'm like, where's that confidence come from? Where? I think maybe some people just listen to echo chambers. They listen to the same podcasts or read the same blogs or watch the same YouTube videos over and over. And they don't realize they're brainwashing themselves into believing that something's happening when actually the real evidence in their real life doesn't support that belief. I think some people might have, they might have fallen. They might have brainwashed themselves unintentionally. I think, possibly. I don't know. And that's why I used to come to fakeologist.com to air these opinions and to share these questions and to listen to people's testimonies and try and help make sense of the whole thing. I came back to fakeologist a couple of weeks ago to try and set the record straight on a certain topic and I've been back for a couple of weeks. And you know, like when you, when you return to something and you're like, has it changed or have I changed or have both changed? Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe I've changed a bit and fakeologist has changed, but. I just don't feel like this is the same place it was back in the glory days, man. 2015, 16, breaking down what, the hoaxes. What would that, Those are simpler times, what man. Correct answer be to all the questions you've given me. Uh, if, if, if you don't mind. Well, the correct answer is the answers that you've given, just honest answers. Like, I don't know for sure. Dude, I wasn't at, I wasn't at the World Trade Center when, when these towers collapsed. I don't want to believe innocent people died, but I have to acknowledge that it's possible. Right. Like I can sit here and say, nobody died, nobody got her period. That's a fact. I can sit here and say that. I wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? Maybe some people, some innocent bystanders actually did get hit, hit by debris or they wandered into the, they wandered onto the set at the wrong time and bang, gone. Like, no, that's possible. I don't want to believe if, it happened. Uh, what, what about, possible. what about the whole before the collapse? Like the, the whole takeover of the airplane. What do you think about that one? Oh, there were no airplanes. There were no airplanes at all. No planes flew into any buildings that day, as far as I'm concerned. That's the easy part. Yeah. As far as this puzzle is concerned, that's the easy part. No planes. And the towers were empty too. There might have been, at the top of one of the towers, there was this thing called Windows of the World or Windows to the World. It was a restaurant. And I do believe the restaurant existed. But the thing is, people would go there, they'd get in the elevator, and they would go up to that, to that uh, restaurant. They might have a stop off at one or two points along the way just to change elevators or whatever, but they weren't going into all the different offices of this 110th Street uh, building. They were just going to the restaurant. So that's a very clever prop, like um, a functioning restaurant. People can go there. They can have lunch or dinner, see the views, take pictures, go back home to all over the world, show people like it makes the whole thing real. But the rest of the tower, empty as far as I'm concerned. Empty. Just a giant prop. Those two towers were built to be brought down as props in this mega ritual planned well ahead of time by some very clever people, very good um, scriptwriters, storytellers. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. And of course, when did those towers supposedly open? When did those towers open? 
I want to say it was 33 years before they came down. Let's look it up on my Googles. Twin Towers in New York. When did these, when did they open? Let's ask Google. When did they open? Google, uh, April 4. Let's go World Trade Center 1973 to 2001. Mm, looks like I might have got this one wrong. This is saying that it actually opened in 1973. So that would be 28 years. Well, this is why you have to fact check yourself. Some kind of gematria there, man. For sure. Mm, no, for some reason I thought there was a 33 in there somewhere. And 33 would, of course, be 1968. <clears throat> so what happened in 1968? Maybe that's when, I know that's when something else happened. Let's do a little search here. 1968. What have we got? What have we got for me? Five matches. Uh, let's see. Construction. Ah, construction began on the North Tower in 1968. That's where I got that from. Not when it opened. When construction began. Well, that makes sense. Two hundred and two separate, one hundred and ten story buildings in Manhattan, and they came down one after the other, mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Is the story? My goodness gracious me! You know, one of the dogs, the hero dog of nine eleven. This is the official story. The hero dog who perished on on nine eleven when the towers came down. His name was Sirius, S-I-R-I-U-S, Sirius, and his badge number was 17. And in certain occult traditions or frameworks, Sirius is the blazing star. It is the, the brightest star. It is a star of initiation, yeah? So, for instance, on certain Masonic tracing boards, you'll see three lights in the sky. You'll see the, the moon, the sun, and what's the other thing? It is Sirius. All right, and in Tarot, the seventeenth card is the star. So, what are the odds that the special hero dog who perished on nine eleven was named Sirius, had the badge number seventeen? What are the chances of that? What are the chances? I don't know. I would have thought that's a very strange coincidence. Sirius, the hero dog. You know what? I'm going to look him up right now. Sirius, the hero dog of 9-11. They even made a book about it. Sirius, the hero dog of 9-11. <laughs> oh, shit. This is good, man. I'm enjoying going back down memory lane. This is great stuff. All right. 911memorial.org. Let's take a look at this one. 911memorial.org, a tribute to PAPD K-9 officer Sirius. Mm-hmm. And it's got a photo of him. There he is. Port Authority Police Canine Training Center. On September 11, 2001, Port Authority Police Department, Lieutenant David Lim was in the basement below the World Trade Center South Tower with his canine partner, Sirius, when he felt the building violently tremble. Feeling duty-bound to assist potentially injured civilians, Lim took time to secure Sirius in his kennel and went to investigate the disruption, telling his partner, I'll be back for you. This is actually, I'm, I'm reading this right from the website. I'm not making this up. This is the story. Hey, John. Anyway, so yeah. Lim survived. Hold on, who's that? Let's see. Who have we got in the room? Oh, sorry. We've got a few Hi. people here. Hello, everybody. Hello. A little a little shady 82. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I was just going to say that Sirius is the dog star. God backwards. Sirius is the dog star, yes? Yep. The dog star. 
So who's and the god also, of this world? Yep. Well, those I don't know who the god is, but the well, Truman Show, when Truman begins his initiation, yep. when he starts learning that his life is completely fake, right at the beginning of the movie, right? When he's about yep. to go to work, serious falls from the sky. Yep. That's right. And, of course, it's called uh, Canis Major. Let me just confirm. I have to, I have to fact check myself. Let's have a look. Serious is Canis Major. Of course, Canis is in dog, right? Canis Major, yep. the greater dog. Yep. So as you said, Canis Major, the greater dog. Serious is the dog star. And uh, on 9-11, the hero dog, the hero K-9, K being the ninth letter of the alphabet. So the hero 9-11, yep. on 9-11, yep. hero God Serious, badge number 17. 9/11. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a time mm-hmm. to be alive. It's all we're doing is I have to go. I have to shut up and let other people speak because I've just been rambling for five minutes. But it's just good to be back at fakeologist.com talking about some fakeology. Because when I first got into all of this, man, that's what this was about. This is fakeology. Fakeology by the people for the people at fakeologist.com. And I just feel like it might have, the place has changed. And it's not for me to say for better or for worse. Obviously, I've got my own personal subjective opinions about that. Yeah, it's changing. But if you actually look at the channel chats, text chats or whatever, I think it's changing too. It's becoming more um, open-minded, which is mm-hmm. what's needed. What you, let me ask you this. Your own voice is very familiar. Your previous name was not a little shaggy too. What was it before? It's, it's Linda. That's Linda what Curtis. I thought. Yeah, cool. Yep. Let me ask you this. And if you don't want to answer, that's totally cool. Do you think some of this um, talk about the Jimmy Jabs killing lots of people, it's a ticking time bomb and what? It, do you think some people might have gotten a little bit carried away with this narrative? To the, the, oh, the, hell. Hell yes. Because like two and a half years I ago, I was all hoping this collapse. Yeah, well, I yeah. don't see it in reality. Yeah. And I, I didn't see people collapsing two and a half years ago with this so-called virus. I was like, guys, that... No one's collapsing. This is fake. This is ridiculous. And of course, well, we, we all know that now we all know. I mean, only from the start, but now we all know that's fake. I look around. I speak to people. Where's all the dead people from the, from the jibby jab? Where are they? I mean, I hear, I hear <laughs> people saying people, like, you know, my grandmother died two days after the jab. How old was your grandmother? Oh, 80 something. It's like, that's not a guarantee for anybody, right? You can't prove anything by the age. It might be their time to go. Well, what Ab so, said to me, because I asked yeah. him about this a few days ago, I said to him, do you know anyone in your reality who's died uh, from the Jibby Jab had problems? And he said his dentist and his neighbor. And I was like, okay, what's the evidence that it was by the, the Jibby Jab? And his response was temporal proximity, as in it happened... You know, one happens soon after the other. Okay, okay, fair enough. From that, I can see why you might infer that it might have been the jibby jab. However, people did die before 2020. People did die before the so-called coronavirus and before the so-called uh, vaccine. And so, yes, how, that's, what, just, that's what I've yeah, that's what I've 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 said to a lot of people. It's like death happened. People in their 20s, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s. 60s all the way up to the 90s. Death happened before COVID and the vax. 
So how do yeah. you explain that away? Yeah. So I'm still very happy that I never took the jibby jab. And now that, because there's been a bit of a changing of the narrative I've seen like on social media, just in the last week or so, there seems to have been this, it's almost like, did you see this actually? Was it, um, was it Vanity Fair or one of these outlets, the Atlantic perhaps, where they said, oh, it's time for an amnesty. An amnesty? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah. All of these yeah. people okay. saying oh. these horrible things about me and many of you and anybody who said, I don't want this freaking thing stuck in my body. This is ridiculous. No, I'm not, no, I'm not signing up to any amnesty, actually. If it were up to me, all of these people would be branded with a sheep. There would be a sheep branded onto their body, preferably their foreheads. Every single one of these people who went along with the narrative and tried to pressure me and you and saying they wanted us ostracized, fired from our jobs, or not allowed to live normal lives, or some people saying they, they don't care if we die, whatever. Okay, fine. Those were your words. No amnesty now. I would prefer to see a, a sheep silhouette branded on your body somewhere so that next time this happens, we'll know who we're dealing with because it's only a matter of time until, hey, there's an alien spaceship hovering above the White House and the aliens said that we all have to stick our bodies full of these chemicals or else they'll be very mad and we don't want to piss off the aliens, right? And you might think people aren't dumb enough to fall for that. I used to think they're not dumb enough to fall for that until 2020. Now I know, yes, they are dumb enough to fall for anything. So when we get told that there's an alien invasion, and the little green men want us to stick these needles in our body. I want to know if I'm dealing with one of the sheep or one of the non-sheep. Okay. And every one of those people who said they want us to lose our jobs or they wanted us to be ostracized or, or, or happy for us to die, whatever. That's fine. Those were your words. And now branded with the sheep, as far as I'm concerned, no amnesty. Not from me. No way. Yep. I agree. I don't want these people I mean, to die. I'm not wishing harm yeah. on them. I just want them to be marked right. with, a, with a sheep, a sheep branding. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think the mind plays a big role in all of this. Because people are scared, people are, you know, like after they, they take the vax and they hear the adverse effects, supposedly, of that. That all plays a part into how their health goes from there. Yeah, and, and I'm not judging big, them for taking yeah. the GB. Yeah. If they wanted to take it, that's their body. You, you go yep. and take as many freaking injections as you want. My issue is with the people who openly stated that they wanted me and probably you as well and others on the call, they wanted us to suffer for their stupidity. Those are the people I have an issue with. And I don't want them coming to me and saying they want an amnesty now. No, right. no, no. Right. <laughs> that's right. not how this works. Because right. if that happens, whether it's five years or 20 years, when we get told that the little green men, they're really pissed off and they want us to inject ourselves and we better do it. You better do it. You better do it. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Like if you don't get, if you don't stick yourself with it, the little green men are going to kill my grandma. Uh, no, they're not going to kill anybody. They don't exist. Same as that bullshit, invisible body visiting demon that you fell for back in 2020. Yeah. Doesn't yep. exist. Yep. I agree. Hold on. Rick and Roller. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. And I, I'm being a little bit rhetorical and a little bit facetious in some of what I say sometimes, but this part I'm deadly serious about. If and when the TV and the celebrities and the experts ever come out 
and say, no, no, there really is a spaceship with little green men and we have to do what they say, people will fall for that. I am absolutely serious about that. If, if I learned one thing from 2020 is I'm surrounded by morons in every direction. And once the herd mentality takes over, there's no logic. There's no reason. Once the herd gets it in their mind that they're on the side of good for trampling on your right to your own determination of your body, once they, cause they all thought they were the righteous ones. It, it let out the, a lot of people have a lot of nastiness in them. And they were basically told you've got carte blanche to let your nastiness out on anyone who doesn't get with the agenda. So those people yeah, who don't want to take the jibby jabs. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt too. It, it, it's it's like you could see their inner self coming out, and they oh. had they they had power behind it. Mm-hmm. it, it well, they it felt emboldened. Oh, they, yeah. they were allowed, Absolutely. and I think, look, I think that this is probably a natural thing of humans in general. Maybe there's a, at least a little bit of nastiness in most, if not all of us. Just part of being a human, sometimes we have dark or negative emotions, whatever, fine. But there are some people, and I think now it's actually quite a lot of people in our society, in the Western society, there's a lot of nastiness just simmering below the surface. And when they're given what oh, they absolutely. think is a carte blanche directive to be allowed to vent that at a certain group, whether it is the non-vaxxers or it is the people who don't wear the mask or whatever, they actually, they, they revel in it. They Or the they? transgenders right now because they're reveling in it also. I mean, there's a lot of aspects of society that they're allowing the negative to come out. Do you mean the transgenders is in they're, they're allowed to be nasty to us or do you mean is in people that yeah. are allowed to be nasty to the transgenders? Well, Maybe both on that part, because, I mean, that's a two-way street, right? But, I mean, the transgenders themselves, because I know a few, and, yeah, they they brought out their nastiness. Oh, there's a lot of nastiness out there. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And like I said, this idea of an amnesty, if other people want to – I mean, obviously, we're talking – this is a hypothetical. It's not a real amnesty that's been offered, but in, in so far as a hypothetical can be taken through to its logical conclusion, if other people want to sign up for the amnesty and forgive and forget, do whatever you want. But me, I'm never forgetting what happened. <laughs> I'm never forgetting that, man. No, 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 no. And yeah, I, don't, I, I do not trust these people anymore. I don't trust them. I do right. not trust them. I'm happy I to mix with them. Earlier. And now that I, the, I, the rhetoric and the propaganda has died down, we can we can mix together, we can work together, drink, play, have fun, whatever. But I know deep down, the moment the TV tells you that I'm your enemy, you will treat me like an enemy. I know that now. I'm never forgetting that. Yep. And I so go, no amnesty. I, I go day by day with the people I come in t- contact with, and if they're nice to me, I'm nice to them, and if nothing else comes up, so be it. Because I don't, I don't want to talk politics. I don't want to talk COVID. I don't want to talk vaccines. I don't want to talk anything. I just want to live my life without those issues coming up at all. Well, most of the world has gone back uh, relatively to normal. Like where I am right now, you almost never see anyone wearing a mask. I saw someone maybe a week ago. It was kind of weird to me. But they were the ones who stood out. But yeah, generally masks, um, QR codes and all this other stuff. And that's been gone for a long time, Ryan, here in Bulgaria. Yeah. 
You just don't see it. People don't even talk about it. That's another funny thing, actually, because the circles I mix in are very small, little expat scene in this little city that I live in. It's funny how the people who are like the most ardent pro Jibby Jab people, they never bring any of this up anymore. You know what I mean? And of course, I don't. I, I just, just wanted to go there to have a drink, have some fun. I'm not trying to cause any issues, but the people who like the most ardent pro, you know, big farmer people don't bring this topic up anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? Just like it never happened. Just like, um, 1984 style, memory hold the whole thing, you know? And, I, you know, I don't blame them because if I was them, I would be so ashamed of myself. <laughs> the way that some of these people carried on, man, how, how can you, because re- we want to believe that we're good people, but they know what they did. So how can you reconcile that? Just pretend it never happened. Well, I mean, one of my own kids told me that I couldn't see my own grandson because of the vax. I didn't have the vax. So, Damn, that's heavy. Yeah, it's that heavy. is heavy. It, it is heavy. Yep. So, I mean, what do you do? You still love your kids, right? I mean, what do you do? Yeah, don't ask me. I, I haven't. I, I was very fortunate. I didn't have to go through that with my family. Um, like, I didn't have any issues uh, with family, and and so people in your situation where this actually did cause a like a real life rift in what should be a family bond, man. I I can't even. Other, yeah, other and, than say that and, you, you have my sympathy, right, I've got no wisdom to offer insights. I, no, I, I don't know. That's tough. No, it's 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 fine. But I mean, right now, you know, it's like she tells me I can come and see him, but then she won't give me her address. She won't speak to me. So I mean. I'm figuring that she realized that she was in the wrong and doesn't know how to deal with it. That would be so difficult to deal with. It would. For both of you. It, yeah, it would be. I, I mean, to, to, to have a child realize that they were wrong and trying to admit that to their mother, you know, what do you do? That's tough. It's all. But it's all. It, it's all good. I mean, I raise my kids to be very strong, and I have two girls, and I taught them to be survivors. So I have no fear that they're living life to the fullest. So I'm not worried. Well, that's good. I'm, I hope you're not worried. That's one of the. That's hopefully one of the things that people do learn. I know that I've learned it from being in the scene is it's not worth worrying whether it's about nuclear bombs, war, invisible body possessing demons. Like worrying never helps anything. None of it. Yeah, none of it. Live life to the fullest, right? Can be a little bit black pilling though. 2020 for me was a little bit black pilling (laughs) because I used to talk about this NPC theory, right? But it was more of a conceptual uh, way of looking at how things work and, and discussing with people. Now, I wasn't saying that people are literally non-player characters. After 2020, I probably saw more evidence than I ever wanted to see that the NPC framework might be more accurate than, than perhaps even I had wanted to, uh, to contemplate. You know? I agree with and that. It's almost yeah. like the sword of Damocles, you know, this idea of 
their sword is slow, like it's just hanging above the uh, the victim's head and like eventually the sword will fall. After going through 2020, it's like, okay, the pressure is off now. They've, they've released a pressure valve and for most of us, life has pretty much gone back to normal, pretty much. I'm, I'm being, um, you know, I'm using general terms here. However, I wake up one day and I've got an inbox full of messages. Dude, have you heard about the little green men? I'm like, oh, no. No. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be the crazy guy saying there's no little green men and they're not taking our freaking government hostage. It's not real. And I just know that seemingly intelligent people, even some within this little online corner of the internet, they'll fall for it. That's another thing I haven't forgotten. How many so-called awake people fell for the scam demic in the early days? Not just how many of them fell for it. How many of them wanted to believe in it? They wanted to believe that there was this deadly virus from trying to go around. And so the skeptic, that is me, who's saying, nope, don't believe it. Guess who he gets attacked by? Everybody. Because <laughs> they, they, all the people fall into two lines. Right? They fall into blue and red and Democrat and Republican or whatever. And they've, they've both got their own bullshit narrative. Ooh, it was spread from a, from a freaking lab in, in uh, Wuhan or something. Oh, no, it's, it's an organic virus. It, does, it doesn't matter what they believe, like how it all started. They believe it's real. So the skeptic is like, I don't believe any of this. He, he, he or she gets attacked by everybody. It's full on. And the same thing will happen again when they tell us that the little green men are here. Well, and I'm hoping little, that'll be at least 20 years away. I'm hoping yeah, we've got 20 years because if it happens in 20 green, years, I'll be, I'll be 55 by then. The little green men are here now with the facts, if you actually think about that one. The little green men, no particles, all the bullshit with the facts. Oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in all this nanoparticle stuff. And oh no, I don't either. But the little green men are here. They always will be tormenting everybody. Yeah, all this um, vaccine uh, doom porn stuff. I never felt like I would listen. I listened to like a couple of interviews on the high side chats with Greg Howard. I interviewed. Some people who were promoting this idea that, oh, it's a special type of vaccine. It's this mRNA or it's this spike protein or it does this or it does that. I listened. I, I really did listen. And at no point did I find myself thinking this person is bringing evidence that I can verify in any way. This is just storytelling. It is. Now, there's nothing it's wrong just, with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. If people want, to, people want to enjoy that, that's fine. Guess what I enjoy? Watching millionaires kick around a ball for 90 minutes. So who can, how can I judge anybody else for their entertainment habits? However, when it comes to the actual truth is reality, what evidence do I have of any of this stuff about the vaccines with doing this or doing that? Like, it's possible, sure. I've seen yeah, that. There's, there's I just no didn't want to take the vaccine because what's the benefit? What's the benefit? And, and it'll almost become almost like a rebellious thing. Like, the more you tell me I have to do this, <laughs> the less likely it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but, but just like, admit you have authority issues, just like I do. I don't like anybody well, telling I've, me what I've to got do. no problem with with authorities that have um, established a reason to respect them. So, for instance, suppose I'm learning a new skill. I've got no problem with a teacher or with a oh, trainer who has the skills absolutely. that can demonstrate yes. the skills. I will just follow what they say. No problems. But in our society, who are the authorities? Who? These politicians, these uh, so-called scientists who are paid by the government to be mouthpieces, these celebrities, 
They're the authorities. Yeah, I do have a problem with them. But it's not authority yeah. for having issue with um, Prima Fascia. Yeah, but it's, it's some of these when, when you wannabe have a authorities. Teacher, though, it's not authority. They're just teaching. So there's no authority in that. You see what I mean? There's nobody telling you, you have to do it this way. It's like, I would suggest you do it this way. Okay, I'll give you an, an you example. So life. when I had a job in an office back in 2016, I worked a, an office job for about six months. And uh, I had a, a boss who was good at what he did. And he was only a couple of years older than me, but he'd been in that particular industry for a long time. And I was happy to do what he said. Like he, he knew more about the game than I did. And I was able to learn from him. And I did very well. And so in, like in that uh, regard, he was an authority. But again, he had proven himself. You know what I mean? The dude knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. But then, okay. but then what happened was they changed our teams and I got put with this other, this other stooge and I didn't respect that guy. And I, the job really sucked. Luckily they changed the teams again because if I didn't, I was going to quit. I was like, I don't want this, this fool telling me what to, like, why is he the one telling me what to do? You know what I mean? So, so when I respect people's skills or their knowledge, their insight or that they've done the work, I've got a problem with quote unquote authority. It's the ones who, I yes. have no place telling me what to do. I've got a problem with a big problem. Yeah, and Fauci has no respect for anybody. I mean, <laughs> he gets, I mean, all this COVID crap, there was no respect in any of it. So I don't know how all society fell for it. Because with all, all the, the, the personas that they put out there, I mean, all the health ministers and everything else that are portrayed themselves as completely unhealthy, right? Who were they to well, tell you? say that you don't know how people be? fell for it. Like, do well, you have a theory? Because I already told you mine. Mine is just NPC theory. For me, it's an open and shut case. But what's your theory? Why did people fall for it? I think they, I think the majority of people just wanted to fit back into society. My sister included, by the way. I mean, she she's like me. She's a she's a deep thinker. We talk all the time. But yet she fell for the vaccine for some odd reason and I couldn't get her not to, right? I, I, I but she's a she's a follower of a society. I I know that about her. She wants to fit in. And that taught me a big lesson in, in 2021 that people that want to fit into society and not be condemned for not fitting in will follow anything. Then again, I've got no issue with the people who they went and got the GB because in their mind, they were better off. Now they can go back to work or now they can do... I've got no issue with those people. My issue is with the people who actively campaigned, put these ideas out there, whether it was via tweets or whether it was going on TV doing interviews or whether it was writing articles or whether it was sending emails to... I don't care. Anybody who put these ideas out there with their words or with what they typed or whatever that wanted me targeted or you targeted or many people listening to this right now wanted us targeted, that they put that they put that energy out there. Uh, that's my... Someone comes up to me and says, listen, dude, I got the jibby jab and, you know, whatever. I'm like, that's cool. You know, whatever. I don't even think it's dangerous. <laughs> like, 
I'm not one of those crazy conspiracy people who thinks, oh, now you're in danger. I, I don't want to put that idea out in people's heads. My issue is the people who they let their narcissist spill over into saying bad shit about us. And uh, that's not going to be, that's no, not forgiven, not forgotten, no amnesty. Well, Period. I, I'm not, I'm not saying I forgive those people or whatever, but I just don't care anymore. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I got condemned and, and whatever during 2020 when I was saying that, you know, COVID was a hoax. I don't even care anymore of all those people that basically told me they would jump off a bridge to save people. I actually got told that several times. Yes, I would jump off a bridge to save people. I was like, go for it. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah, well, you can see how I kind of feel like I'm caught between a rock and a hard place, though, because on the one hand, I never promoted the GB. I always said I'm not taking this stupid thing. I don't like it. So a lot of people who are listening to this right now, they or who, who would listen to any of this kind of stuff would agree with that, right? I'm also saying, by the way, the people who did take the GBs, I don't think they're going to die. I don't think they've got some weird technology in their bodies now that's, that's a risk to them. I don't believe that. I think it's possible that these gibbies may have been intended to sterilize people. I'm very open to that possibility. But in terms of killing them, I just don't think so. And so putting that idea out there, if that's what people want to do, good luck to them. I'm not really that to fakeology anymore, though. Like, I, to me, fakeology is like, there's meant to be an overlap between fakeology and skepticism. And what is the evidence that these gibby jabs are killing people en masse or that they're going to? And what's the consequence of putting that idea into people's heads. Oh, you know how your brother or sister I or your mum or dad took the GB? They've got a ticking time bomb in their body. Wait, what's what's the benefit yeah, of putting mean, that go, energy out there to people? Putting that yeah, in people's heads. Yeah, go to your grandmother. Go up to your grandmother and say, "Did you take the jab? Yes. Oh, you're gonna die soon. You want me to play in your funeral? I mean, what kind of morbid message?" are these people putting out in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. That's the question. That's exactly the question I'm asking. What kind of message is this? Now, if, if, they, if the response is, oh, well, by saying this stuff, it might dissuade people from taking the GB. So, you know, that's the benefit. If they hear these words, it'll scare them out of taking the GB. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. Who's it going to stop from taking the GB? There'll be far more people who will hear your words and still get the jibby, or they've already got it. So yeah, but, like, that's going to that's going to outweigh the people, right? To me, though, telling somebody well after the break. Hold on, we can roll it. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello, this is Tom Dalper, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. You know, I was pleased to see that he came back a few weeks ago. But it was only like a twenty or thirty minute recording, sadly. But it sounds like Tom's doing well, so I don't know if he's still listening to these chats, but Tom, if you're out there, man, glad you're doing well. Sounds like he's um, very uh, immersed in his job now. As, uh, I think he works in um, a nursing home or some kind of uh, elderly patient care or something like that. So he's actually kind of yep. working in healthcare in a way. I like And Tom. it sounds like he's um, found fulfillment in doing that. So I think that's pretty cool. 
But anyway, what I was going to say was telling telling a person that took the jab that they're going to die is basically like saying, I'm the doctor, you have cancer. You only have three months yes. to live. Yep. And to me, yes, that's, that's just, right. I mean, it, it's morbid. I mean, what is the message that these people are sending? Yep, it's like voodoo. You'd like yeah, the analogy or the, the um, comparison you made to doctors saying you've got cancer. I think that's a very accurate, that's very apt. It's the same basic idea. You're telling people, you're putting this idea in their head that they're doomed. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would and, you do that, man? And, and not just that they're doomed, your right. mom or your dad or your sister or your neighbors or your girlfriend or wife or whatever, they're doomed. Why put, see, now you're bringing doom into the room. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, I have no idea why people do this, but I mean, I'm not like that because I mean, I don't think cancer is what they tell us it is. I don't even think it's a thing. I, I you know, whatever. But when you put somebody in the mindset of you're going to die, their mind takes over and they will die. If they don't take it properly, right? Well, that's so, the point I was making to add. You've got this idea of placebo, which is where people can take a tablet or a drink or whatever. And if they believe it's helping them, then it seems, and I've seen this anecdotally and supposedly the scientific literature supports it as well. It seems as though they actually do have physical benefits. They report it at least. Nocebo is the same idea, just, you know, the inverse. Tell them it's going to kill them. Tell them it's going to cause all these problems. Okay, for a lot of people won't do anything. But for some people, that might actually like manifest in negative uh, physical outcomes, right? At least in terms of how they perceive their own health. So, so, so what kind of game are you engaged in? It's the same with people with like even something more simple like diet. There are some people who tell you, oh, if you keep eating meat, you're gonna you're gonna get this, or if you don't eat enough meat, or you know this diet thing. People are very passionate about my diet's the correct one. You know whether it's to the meat or fruit or vegetables or how often to eat, like whatever. And, and sometimes they'll, they'll share what they feel without, um, you know, casting aspersions on other people's diets. But some people are like, Oh, no, no, if you do that, you're going to get cancer. If you do that, you're missing out on these nutrients you need. Like, okay. If you absolutely know 100% that your diet's correct for you, I can kind of see why you would say these other things to other people. How do you know that the diet that you're doing is actually best for their body? So why tell them if you keep doing that, you're going to get cancer? Right. I mean, we, we have these discussions all the time about, you know, people being vegan or whatever, and they come out with their bullshit and say that you, you, you know, you're killing animals and it's morbid and all this other crap or whatever. And it's like, who, who are you to say that I don't need meat? I'm different from you. I'm not the same as you. If I was the same as you, I would be a vegan. But I'm not. So I don't understand why people do that. But I tried my best over the last couple of years not to tell people, don't get the GB jab. Like I, I tried my best not to do that. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get it. But if you think it's best for you, you've got to do what's best for you. Same as I took one of those... Um, PCR tests to get the hell out of Malaysia where I was stuck because I was in Kuala Lumpur when the plane stopped. I only just arrived in Kuala Lumpur. Plane stopped. I get stuck there. After about eight or nine months, 
finally, I'm like, you know what? It's time to get out of here. By this stage, the plans are kind of returned. But to be allowed to leave, to come to Europe, I had to get a PCR test, unfortunately. And so I went and got the PCR test. Now, some people thought less of me for that. Why don't you let them stick a thing up your nose? I'm like, well, in my situation, I felt that was the best thing for me. And I've been saying this whole time, people got to do what's best for them. So if you think the best thing for you to do is to mask up to go to work, do it. If you think the best thing to do is to drop out of society, if you think that's the best thing for you to do, then do it. We've all got to handle this the best that we can, given the evidence that we've got and our own goals and aspirations, whatever. And I still feel that way. So I meet someone who says they've got the jibby. I'm like, cool, whatever. You know, do you want to talk? About it? If they want to talk about it, I will ask them why. Sure, whatever, you know, but I don't think taking the jibby makes a person a bad person. What, what I think, yeah. what, I, what I do have a problem with is some of the nasty attitudes that people had up until relatively recently too, you know. Why? Because Jimmy Kimmel is saying nasty shit about us or Stephen Colbert. Now it makes it okay for you to do that. Is that how you feel? Because when the little green men come, it'll be Jimmy Kimmel and freaking Stephen Colbert telling you, oh, anyone who doesn't want to go along with little green men, they're the enemy, you know. And maybe next time it'll be more severe than just dumbass tweets and social media postings. Like maybe next time the pitchfork I I find it I find it amusing that comedians are the news now. So (laughs) I was living back when I was a university student, I lived in a share house. Uh, one of the share houses I lived in was I think there were six or seven bedrooms. So there was a lot of people there. It was a very social place. And I remember there was a girl from uh, Wisconsin and there was a dude from just south of Brisbane. And the two of them would watch this um, Stephen Colbert show together. Or maybe back then it was still the guy before Stephen Colbert. What was his name? Um, you know, the Jewish dude, whoever it was. Anyway, the, you know, the, the, what was it called? Come on, help me out here. Anyway, they would watch it. And even when I was still annoying myself, I could see how formulaic this was, where it would be this person who we don't like, whether it's a Republican or whatever, some conservative person, this person, blah, 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 they would straw man whatever this person had said. They'd yell at the camera. Then there'd be the candle after. Then they would do it over again and over again. And that was the show. And and I, even back when I was a normie, I could see this is this this is not right. This is bullshit, you know. And now, of course, that I know how stupid people are, I can see how it's so effective. Yeah, here's the bad person. Yell at the camera. Get this um, fake self righteous indignation going on. Candle laughter. Like, say something nasty about them. Candle laughter. Do it over again. Do it over again. And, and it worked. It worked. And, yeah, the average person is just defenseless against this. Defenseless. And candle laughter actually works. It makes people laugh, oh, yeah. too. That's another thing. You just observe people Absolutely. watching um, so-called sitcoms or whatever. The candle laughter actually works. It's phenomenal. And, and so, this is one of the reasons why I think the NPC theory as offensive as it is to some people, some supposedly white people get so offended by this. To me, it's like, okay, well, you give me a better theory to explain this behavior. Okay. And, you, and you've got about 20 years to come up with it because I think we've got about 20 years until they tell us the little green men are here. You know? and, and by then, they'll be able to like do a fake spaceship above the White House yeah, or above the Parliament House in Australia, whatever. Like, they'll be able to fake it yep. in 20 years. Yep. And people Armageddon. will fall for it. Yep. I'm not joking. Armageddon. Like, I, Honest to God, believe people will fall for it. Like, I'm not, or whatever there's, there's that no, yep. there's, there's no bone in my body that's joking about this, guys. The moment the TV tells them the little green men want you to inject this thing into your body or they're going to get really mad, 
All right. It's going to get that the little green men are going to get really mad if we don't all inject this thing in our body. All right. We all, and we all have to do it. It's not just enough for us to do it. We need to pressure our uh, friends and family and workmates to do it. We have to, like, we need, we need to get herd immunity from little green men. All right. We need everyone, like, we're all in together. I'm telling you, it would work so easily. And yeah, whenever that happens, like I said, I think we've got 20 years. Whenever it happens, hopefully by then I can just go and hide out in the woods or something. I don't want to be around these people when that's going on. Yeah. I don't want to be around either. Yep. I don't either. I mean, but if it, I, if it does take 20 years, I'll be happy because I'm 35 I, now. So you give well, me 20 more years, I'll be 55 by the time this happens. I'll live a good life. I won't, I won't be too worried about it, but I want, I want, I want some, I want some fresh, I want some, you know, these are good years. I don't want ruins by some little green men or some other invisible body possessing demon. I just want some fresh air. And so long as the script writers, the meta scriptures give me that. Yep. You have to consider the fact that they're, they're learning from us, the adults of what not to do. And they're training the kids on what to do. Oh yeah, man. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. It's so black pilling to think. There are kids who spent six months, a year wearing masks at school. They're already reporting the mainstream media. I'm not in Australia to know this anecdotally, but it seems so obviously um, inevitable given what happens that the kids coming through, their social development is even more stunted than it was before. And kids are already getting autistic en masse. So you take away six months or a year. In Victoria, I think it was even more than a year of critical learning time. I've had had to um, associate with people. And now we've all got far more addicted to our screens as well. Like me included, most of us were on our screens way more than we were pre-pandemic. We've got more used to it, more comfortable with it. Yep. Those kids are all over their screens now. They've got iPads in school. Those kids are just not going to make it. Through no fault of their own. They're not, not going to make it. They're not going to develop properly. Not even close. Yeah, but do you know that the last generation of non-screen um, kids was 2001? I didn't know that. that. makes sense. Yep. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I remember when so I was a kid, were, we used to yeah. either walk to school or ride our bikes to school. There was no phones, no pages. It was just, okay, get your bag. Mum's made your lunch in the lunchbox. Off you go to school, right? And then yep. you would have no contact with your mum or your dad. So every until generation that after afternoon. 2001 was brought up with the screen or the TV or some kind of electronic device in the school system. Yep. 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 And so they've got some kind of connection to the hive mind. Because that's what it really is, right? Oh, here's a mum, so here's a phone so you can call mummy or call daddy if something bad happens, right? So there's, yep. they're never truly independent from the hive. Even just a 15 yes. or 20 minute bike ride to school was true independence. No teachers, uh, no parents, just you having to get yourself to school. Very simple task. Kids today, how many of them get to do that? Okay, here is your task. Right. Get from where you are right now to school, and then after school, get yourself back. As far as I'm aware, that doesn't happen anymore. Right? So the kids coming through now, in fact, even the ones who are reaching like adult, so-called adulthood now, they've, they've never really been independent. They've always been part of the hive. So if, if man, if, if 2020 went off without a hitch for the people who run the show, just wait till they do a little green men thing. Because by then, there'll be a whole generation of people who are dead from old age, There'll be a whole new generation to replace them who have always been in the hive mind. Yeah. Always. I think, yeah, I think that's, that's where it's going. I mean, I, like 
like I said, I, I they're training the kids to get the agenda or society that they want. And they learn from the adults who experienced their bullshit. Oh, yeah. This is why this idea of all oh, people are waking up or, you know, there's, there's going to be a pushback, like all these ideas that people love to propagate, especially in our corner of the internet. I'm like, dude, if, if it makes you feel, if it makes people feel good having these fantasies about people waking up or there's going to be some change or whatever, I'm like, dude, sometimes fantasies are good. If it helps get you through the day or makes your life happier, I've got, I've got no problem with it. If we're going to base our opinions on evidence, though, the evidence is very clear here that if you think people are dumb now, you ain't seen nothing yet, right? Because the kids coming through today, not going to make it, period. Not going to make it through no fault of their own. They're going to be epsilons. They're going to be straight up, brave new order epsilons. Yeah, but I, and, and I'm, I'm talking I, like worse than the, worse than the ones now. The ones now already hopeless. Just wait till the kid. Oh man, this is one of the reasons why I want to remain alive. One of my main reasons, apart from the fact that sometimes my life is kind of fun, sometimes it's not. But one of the main reasons why I want to stick around for at least another twenty years. I want to see just how bad things get. I want to see just how bad things get in the West anyway. It's not so bad here. Eastern Europe is not so bad. When I was in Asia, in some ways, not, not, not as bad. But the Western world, my goodness gracious, can you imagine what it's going to be like? It'll be, it'll be a dangerous think... activity just to order a coffee. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Because if you misgender right. them or misnown them or you can't use the word latte because, you know, some guy with the last name latte got killed last week in a fake event. Now you've me call the no, manager. It, it's him or <laughs> it'd be her. like in um, it'd be like in, in, in you know, when him. he um, <laughs> if when he flips out and he's like, um, hey, where's your? Because he didn't have the tattoo. How, how come no tattoo? And then he, he flips out and he presses the alarm. Just ordering a, a coffee from a a coffee store will be a a risky uh, proposition, won't it? Yeah, idiocracy. My goodness gracious, we're already there. We're already kind of there, aren't we? But I try and see the fun side of it. And you know what? Fakeologist.com. Maybe I'm looking back with rose-tinted glasses here, Linda. But I like to think that we did have fun back in the day. I like to think that back in the day that the regulars here had some fun. Yeah? And that's probably why I'm a little bit disappointed that Rollo is no longer part of this Discord. Because so long as he's not completely drunk, like so long as he's only had like one bottle of, uh, of vodka... He can be a fun dude, you know. Of course, he he does go too oh, fast. Oh no, I I I like Rollo, but he doesn't go for one bottle. He goes for four. <laughs> yeah, well, That's it seems like he's kind of look. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know the guy that well. And I'm not there to observe him, but just based on how things have gone the last couple of years, it does seem like it's maybe kind of like lost a little bit of control, do you know what I mean? Like making 70 phone calls, was it 70 phone calls he made to the coronavirus hotline? Linda, I've worked in call centers, okay? The person working on the call, on the phone is just reading what's on the screen. They're just doing what they're told. So the idea of calling those people and getting mad at them for the for the bullshit coronavirus policies, that's not going to help anything. It's just, that's just some, some punk 18, 20-year-old, possibly a student, or maybe like a, a middle-aged a person like working just casual job or something, just working for what, 20, 25 bucks an hour. And then they've got Rollo on the line to, to say or do what? 70 times? Well, how does that help? You know what I'm trying to say? I don't think it helps no, Rollo and I don't think it helps the people at the call yeah. center. 
Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I like Rolo, but I, I think he's taking a downturn. Maybe it does. Seem maybe that he'll way. get back. Yeah. But it does seem that way. It does seem that way. And normally I wouldn't comment about these kinds of things on a, on a public call. However, I used to tune into the Rick and Rollo show pretty much every week. And it got to the stage where they were opening their show with these stories. Like they had, they were doing like the format where, you know, how was your week? What did you get up to this week? Like this was, like, this was the first 15 minutes of the call. And I was getting these updates about Rollo, you know, having to deal with um, letters from the, from the feds for committing somewhat serious offenses. They're putting these ideas out there, so I think it's not inappropriate of me to comment on them in this format. If Rollo was here, I'd say the exact same things to him. In fact, I have said those things to him. I remember I was still on this Discord server back when some of that was going down. I left about a year ago, I think. But when that was happening, I was still here, so I think I did say this to him. It's like, yeah, man, we're all frustrated by this coronavirus stuff, but the young people, the old people at the call center, I'm pretty confident this isn't their fault. I mean... Yeah, they, <laughs> and if you didn't, I mean, whatever point you were trying to make to them, yeah. yeah, whatever point you were trying to make after 50 calls, if you didn't get it through after 50 calls, I don't think the 51st, 52nd, through the 70th call, you know what I mean? If you didn't get it through the first 50 times, the next couple dozen probably weren't going to help. I'm trying to say, probably not going to help. And I agree with, I agree with Rick, because Rick's like, Rollo, you can't tell your neighbor that he can't wear a mask. In fact, the Ab says the same thing. You can't tell your neighbor what he can and can't do on his property. And Rollo's like, no, we had a deal. And it's like, what deal? You don't want to wear a mask on your property? Then don't. You can't tell your neighbor that he can't, that he can't wear a mask. He can wear a mask if he wants. Like, what? Who gave you the idea that you can tell him what he can and can't do on his property? Like, yeah, all very bizarre. See, I think the coronavirus had, has done a number on a lot of us, me included. But um, maybe Rollo more so than, than others. So I do hope he comes back. I hope he can... Cut, cut down to just one bottle of one bottle of Sete and and the Rick and Roller Show comes back. I hope so. Yeah, I do. I do too. He has a lot of information. You, yep. What did you think of this? Um, of this Tiago died suddenly. Uh, Facebook page and fundraising um program that he's that he's been doing and you know having people call in to talk about vaccine injuries and and what have you. Did you have any opinions on that? Like, what you make of all that? I, I do have opinions, but <laughs> I I question. Okay, don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything you want to say. Like, maybe it's it's not the right time or place. That's fair enough. I will say this. I, have I yeah. Well, I I told everyone my questions when I was on a call with him a few days ago. I'm like, bro, if if I was speaking to you, I go, he's he's not asking. Like, maybe you might consider asking these questions because it's your platform. It's fakeologist.com. And a lot of people respect you, Ab. And um, hold on, Rick and Roller. This is without a trace. Rochello. Will lose. Ten real. Zulo. Merbless. SMG. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. So what, what is the evidence that these people are actually vaccine damaged or, um, or getting killed? And on my Twitter feed, I think I'm following maybe 300 people on Twitter. On my Twitter feed, every now and then I'll get a, a video of someone claiming to be vaccine uh, injured or that they know someone who died or whatever. And there are all these horrible sob stories and what have you. And I don't believe them. I don't believe them any more than I believed the same stories 
two and a half years ago about, you know, my, my nana died from coronavirus. Like I just don't believe them. And oftentimes it'll be Abdi Fakeologist who has liked these tweets. And I just wonder if the same uh, threshold of scrutiny is being applied to the claims today as might have been applied two and a half years ago to the claims of the corona. I, I, I'm just not sure that the consistency is there. And so, right. like I said to add, I if agree. someone came here two and a half years ago and said, hey, I want to raise $30,000 to build a website for people to come and tell us about how their grandma died from corona, I think a few of us would have said, hold on, this is fakeologist.com, what the hell are you talking about? So two and a half years later, you got someone saying, hey, I'm going to raise $30,000 to build a website for people to come and tell us about vaccine. And then he's just like, okay, well, what's the evidence though? What's the evidence? Yeah, I agree because I remember um, back in 2020, IPS was having a live stream and somebody called in and said that their grandmother was in a nursing home and he wasn't allowed to see her because of all the COVID shit that was going on or whatever. And she was already pretty much going downhill, right? But then on the death certificate, they put COVID and he was adamant about saying, she didn't die of COVID. She just died of old age. We all knew she was going to die. Blah, blah, blah. He was pissed. And those standards applied to what's going on today. I agree. And I will say this, by the way, if I do start seeing in my reality, people dropping dead, I'll be the first person to come and say, guys, it's finally happening. You know what I mean, hallelujah. Finally, after years of being promised, that these people would start dropping dead. It's happening now. So I'm happy to say that I, I'm i late to the party. Other people saw it before I did. Fine. I'll, I'll be the first person to do it. In the meantime, though, no. I don't see I'm it. i seeing that. Yep. Don't see it. I only hear about it from all these people. So, I mean, you know, I have questions about the whole, whole TR. Well, I'm glad to hear that Absolutely. because when Velocet was airing some of his misgivings and people can debate whether that was the right time or place to air some of those misgivings. That's, that's a matter for Velocet and for Ab and for other people to make up their own minds. However, once he was airing some of that stuff, I was impressed that Missum came along and I'm going to paraphrase what she said. She, I would diplomatically paraphrase what she said. She also has some questions. So I was kind of glad to hear that there are other people who are like, hold on a second. What's going on here? You know what I mean? What's going on here? Right. Right. And I think we all have the ability to question. We have the right to question everything. Don't see a problem Indeed. with it. Yep. Well, you know, tomorrow is Thursday. So... This used to be the show, the, the day that Tiago would come on and have a show with Ab. So perhaps some of these things might get cleared up. And look, it might be that Tiago can say, actually, I have been betting these stories. I've been doing my own cross-checking or my own um, cross-referencing or whatever. And, and I do believe these testimonies of death and, and, and problems from the vaccine are legitimate. Cool. Like, you know, it's, I'm looking forward to hearing Tiago's side of the story, as it were. You know, I'm, I'm not... Um, I haven't made any final judgment on the situation. But the questions do need to be asked, I think. 
Yeah, and I haven't listened to Ab's show on Thursday night for quite some time just because I have so many questions and just seem like, I mean, but that's just me. I don't, well, I'm a fakeologist I'm, super fan. And so yeah. up until recently, I was listening, maybe not to literally every upload of Ab's, majority and i was listening not just like in the background while doing the dishes but like i tend to go for walks when i listen so i'm very engaged with what's being said by having by the different participants only in the last period of time have i probably stepped back a little bit but i'm still listening to most of it and so i'm like a fakeologist super fan and uh i would even say maybe i'm too addicted to this place you know what i mean this was a very um, important place for me like in my early days of deprogramming fakeologist was a very it was um, central. It was central to it. It was the YouTube so-called truth movement. It was fakeologist.com. It was a couple of other websites that were like right at the heart of me realizing, holy crap, I thought I was so smart. Turns out I'm just a programmed moron, you know. Now I've got to undo all of that. And so to be able to come here and talk with people, and yes, sometimes it was a bit combative and antagonistic, and that just comes with the territory, but I got some benefits from it. And so I guess having not been here for a year, yeah, coming back and... Just observing one or two things where I'm like, you know, it doesn't have to be this. It can be better than this. I think it used to be better than this. It can be. I mean, getting rid of the programming is a big challenge, right? Oh, yeah. Everything you've been learned, everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. I learned a new hoax the other day, actually. Well, I don't want to say it's definitely a hoax, but I'm I'm now suspecting that when I sit down and try and do the research, go and find the scientific studies, what's the official story? And just go through it line by line. Takes days to do this kind of research. I haven't done that yet. I've just done the preliminary stuff. I've got a suspicion I'm going to find out it's a hoax. And I'll tell you what it is. Sudden infant death syndrome. I've got a suspicion that's a hoax. No, I'm not saying the babies aren't dying. But the idea that no one knows what's killing them, I think that might be a hoax. And there's a theory. Well, in fact, instead of telling you what the theory is, I'll just tell you what someone pointed out to me. The babies don't seem to die when they're asleep and other people are around. It seems to be only when there's the parents and oftentimes only one parent. Now, that if we if it was some kind of random um, yeah. mechanism or some kind of random pathology or physiology, whatever it is, completely random, then shouldn't it happen when the baby's sleeping and the parents are at a barbecue? Or shouldn't it happen when the baby's sleeping in the pram or the parents are watching their older boys' soccer match. Shouldn't it happen then too? Apparently, and again, I've only done a preliminary analysis of this. Apparently, in the vast majority of cases, it's when there's just the parents and oftentimes just the one parent. And when someone pointed that to me, I was like, you know what? I've got to go and look into this because there's a very obvious inference to be made if that's the case. A very obvious inference. And it's a very dark one. A black people. Yeah. Because my mom told me that I almost died when I was an infant. This was after my dad died, by the way. And she told me that dad went in to check on me and wasn't breathing and I was blue. Blah, blah, blah. And... I, I don't know what happened after that or whatever. But, but. Well, how did I they mean, fix it? How did they I, treat I, you? I, like, how did. I 
don't honestly know. Oh, because I was never really told that. But it, it just seems weird that I wasn't even told that, right? I mean, why why would a parent tell you that? Oh, you almost died when you were, you were a baby. I mean, you lived your whole life. It, it's It's like, why would... But my mom was a narcissist, so I can see why she might tell me that just to whatever but it's like if that was true why would I mean why would it even happen I mean I vaccines weren't a thing back in the day for me so that's not an option well, obviously, I can't comment on on your story, so I, I I don't have anything to offer on that. Just in general, though, what if it is the case? Again, I'm just this is just early days. What if it is the case that, that the majority of of instances of so called sudden infant death syndrome do happen when there's only a parent or the parents around? Like, would you find that a bit suspicious when you think of? I mean, obviously, the baby's going to spend the but most yeah, time with his parents. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so that, I, I would. Yeah, I would. Because that's, I mean, that's basically when it happens, right? Yeah, well, would, look, from what I understand. Only one or two of the parents are around. Yeah, so. and normally, parents, it'll be someone's turn to look after the baby. Oftentimes, the mother, I'm guessing, in most Western situations, there'll be one parent who's responsible and the other one can sleep because they've got to go to work tomorrow or whatever. So generally, it is... Someone finds the baby, the baby's no longer alive. They go, they race and tell the other partner, oh, something's happened. There's really like the chain of custody of the baby is falling into one of the parents' hands. And so the, the person who was pointing all this out to me, and they won't point, this is not a one to one interaction, this is like in a, on a public forum where they were going through their logic with all of this. Where I think they were going with this. In fact, I'm very confident this is where they were going. This was, maybe this isn't as accidental or as random as we might have been led to believe. And the corollaries of that, the implications of that, my, my God, we're talking some serious Blackpool stuff. But if anybody's going to research this, probably going to be me, isn't it? So that's next on my list of things to do. That's next on my yeah. list. But I mean, I would say that, you know, babies are fragile, just like in nature. Right? Like if you, you know, observe nature, there, there's always one weakling of the litter, so to speak. And yeah, but that's why those animals have litters for that exact reason, whereas humans just have one typically. Right. right. But in a generation of a human, they have a litter, whatever it might be one, two, three, four, five, whatever. It's a litter. Um, there's always one of them that's probably more fragile. Yeah, and, I see the point you're making. I see the point you're yeah, making. The, yeah, the official yeah. story could be close to accurate, or it could be a very, maybe not, um, not a, a pleasant or, or happy explanation for all this, but it could be a lot less malicious than where this guy was was going with it. And you know what? Yeah. If I do yeah. the research and I come to the conclusion that it's actually this guy 
he's he's misread the tea leaves. He's he's often nah, he's wrong. It's, it's actually less nefarious than he's making it out to be. I'll be so happy because that's one black pill I do not need to take. I've taken enough black pills actually. I think I've taken more yep. than I, I I've taken my fair share I, of black pills. Yep, I've taken my fair share too, and I want to get rid of them. So I'm I'm trying to look at it as I observe nature to see what it does, and I observe humans to see what it it does, and they're basically almost the same, identical. That's that's my observation. Well, we certainly live in a strange world, that's for sure. And I don't know what's coming next. Probably yep. now we're not November, so we've got uh, two months of this year left, and then it's 2023. Just the time is flying by. Yeah, and 11 degrees tomorrow, so, yeah. Mm, it's right now for me here in beautiful Eastern Europe. It's already November 3. So the year's almost over. And, uh, yeah, then what happens next year? I don't think the lockdowns are coming back. I really... I'm convinced that this wave of nonsense is over, like the worst of anyway. But I, but maybe I want to believe yep. that. Maybe I'm very biased, Linda. Like maybe, but I just think it's. It could no, be climate lockdowns, lockdowns next year. You know, the yeah, that's interesting. Fall. What will they do first? Will they do climate lockdowns first, or will they do the little green men first? That's very interesting, actually. I'm kind of hoping for the little green men, but you know. Really. I think more people I, believe in aliens and climate change. I'd be, I, I would think, be much more worried I, of the masses if they get told I, that the little think, green man is dead. Yep. I think they would buy that more for some Yeah, than the climate change, reason. yeah. Yep. If I try to do climate change lockdowns, all the young people would fall for it because of all the brainwashing they've got. But I think older people would be like, nah, come on. Like most of them would be like, nah. Whereas the alien thing. You think the little I green the man mo- would look like Jesus because then, I mean, that's a whole other. Um, well, well, I think what they would do is little green men, they wouldn't actually let us see the monsters. It'd be like one of those um, horror movies where you don't really get to see the baddie. It makes it more suspenseful. We would just see these ships hovering above the White House or above Parliament House, whatever. And, but we'd never know what's really in there. And only the experts can communicate. So whether it's the astrophysicists or the astrobiologists, they'd have some experts who are like, Oh no, we, well, some, um, maybe even crypto experts, we can decrypt the communications. We can hear what the aliens are saying, but it, it'll have, it'll be that yeah, priest they, class. They, yeah. They would do their quantum physics to communicate. Yeah. yeah. And only they're smart enough. We're not smart enough. We just have to take the word of the experts. Exact same as this coronavirus nonsense, right? So we'd be given the information. We'd be told, here's what we have to do. Here's what they're saying. I don't think we actually get to see the little green men. I don't think we get to see them. We would just see the spaceships. And you know, you know yep, what? They, that's yep. if we're lucky. They could even just half-ass this job and then not even do fake spaceships. They could just tell us they've intercepted communications. We might not even get to see the, the spaceships because we know the aliens are on the way. They're on the way right now from Neptune. We've got two years until they get here, you know. And it would work too. People think I'm joking. I'm not joking about this. I'm not joking. People fell for a, some guy ate a bat in China. Really? We have to stay inside our houses because some guy ate a bat in China. Anybody who fell for that, not going to make it, period. Anybody who falls for an invisible boogeyman ain't going to make it. Sorry. Not going to make it. Not going to make it. And they're not going to get any amnesty from me either, period. We can get along. 
we can put our quote unquote differences aside. I wish them no ill will. We can, we can be fine. But I know what's going to happen the moment the TV tells you that you get to be nasty to me again because I'm the enemy. I know what, I know what they're going to do. Right. They've revealed themselves now. They've revealed themselves to me, to you, to everybody. It's all been revealed now. So the moment this happens again, we know what's going to happen. No amnesty. No. I was probably going a little bit far when I said they should be branded with a sheep silhouette on their foreheads. That's probably going a little bit far. But I would sooner have that happen than yeah, go that's through a little 2020 cool, again. In my opinion. <laughs> well, Matthew 7, 6. Do not cast ye pearls before swine, lest they turn, lest they trample them and turn and rend ye. That is attack you, right? You put the good stuff in front of the swine. Yep. Yep. This is Matthew 7, 6. And not only will they not appreciate what you've given them, they will destroy what you've given them and they will then come for you next. Matthew 7, 6. And I think, I think all of us who have learned anything about this stuff, we know how true that is. Like someone wants to believe in war, just let them. They want to believe in nuclear bombs, just let them. They want to believe in um, climate change catastrophe, just let them. <laughs> just let them. Because you can try and help them, but chances are it's not going to end well for anybody. Just let them believe their nonsense. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think this life it's about uh, if you make an impact on somebody's life just by being you. Then good on you. You know what I mean? You can't change people's minds. They have to change their own mind. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. And then that's why with Dave J, we were talking about Dave J earlier in the call. Maybe I'm not sure if you were in the room at the time, but like Dave J lately, I'm not particularly um, enamored by his conduct towards people on this server or on Twitter, what have you lately. The thing is, he had a good, me- I, I think he had some good messages, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago. And most people didn't want to hear it. I was ready to listen. I was happy to like put aside his, his, some of his, um, idiosyncrasies, not worry about them and just listen to his message. Cause I was ready to, I knew I had, I knew I had my head full of brainwashing from, from 20, 25 years of, of nonsense, you know, school and TV, what have you. So I knew, I knew it was time to just listen to other people. No matter how crazy they sounded, right? Didn't didn't matter. If someone is not ready to listen to ideas that sound crazy and like really listen, not just for the sake of it, but like really listen, if they're not ready to do that, then then why tell them stuff that you know they think is crazy? Yeah, and most people will never be ready. It's not there. I don't believe that they'll they'll put here for that purpose. Hold on, Rick and Roller. True. listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. I probably should go. It's actually pretty late here in uh, Eastern Europe. I hope this call has been recorded and I hope that Ab will publish it. But even if he doesn't, Linda, this has been a nice chat. I'm glad you were here. It's a shame that the others had to take off, but I guess yeah, it's uh, it, late with the as well. It. Yep, and JJ has a lot of information. He just 
goes overboard with it sometimes. Yeah, and to me it's like the Warhog stuff, which I know a lot of people even at this server are not ready for, fine. For a lot of us, that's been important to learn that, like not to worry about war, especially in the part of the world that I'm in. We're not that far from Ukraine or Russia. I'm not the least bit worried about it. That's that's some programming that I was able to undo, and Dave Jabbers would be part of that. So for him to be saying these nasty things about Les Luthor, who's been to Ukraine to document that there's nothing happening there, I think when I saw that, I was like, you know what? I don't know. My, my patience might be running thin with Dave. Like, like Dave, Les is trying to help the same way that I thought you were trying to help. He's trying to help people to not be afraid of some bullshit war that's never going to happen. So for Dave to try and undermine that guy, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this. So I don't know if Dave is listening to this, but Dave, if you listen, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I think people get stuck in their, their um, beliefs. And I think you can't do that at this point. I think you have to be open to other beliefs. Like, you have to be open to change your mind about all kinds of things. So that's the strange thing with Dave. Dave and Les both agree that war is a hoax, okay? And there's not many people on this thing that we call Earth who can say that war is a hoax and actually mean it. So of that small little group of people, there's even fewer who will go out there and put their voice out there or put their face out there or put their name out there or whatever. Very few people who in any way identify themselves talking about this stuff publicly. And so that small little group, why would any of us want to undermine the others with nasty names and, and uh, accusations and hints and allegations or what have you. Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense to me. And Dave is an intelligent guy. So yeah, maybe but, he will. I mean, Dave puts down a lot of people just for, you know, not seeing his point of view. And I, I don't see a reason for that. It's, I could be wrong in 100% of what I believe in, right? Why would I put down other people for their beliefs? I question it logically or whatever, but I don't have to call them names or put them down. No, you don't. No. And as, as far as I'm aware, you are generally just a pleasant person to talk with and to listen to. And perhaps this server could use more of that kind of calm demeanor and less of the you know, let's be honest, juvenile. It's juvenile just to sit there and yell at each other. I mean, and, and, uh, yep. yep. Look, it's Ab server. I don't tell Ab what to do. And other people who come here should conduct themselves however they think is best. I'm just giving my thoughts as a super fan of this place and someone who was here like for a long time, beginning seven or eight years ago. I'm not some flyer by night, you know, gamer dude who accidentally ended up here. I've been here for a long time. So. Just giving my thoughts to anyone who wants to hear them. It can be better. This place could be better. Yeah. yeah it could be better. I, I, I think it's getting better. I mean, the text channels are coming to life with discussion without yelling or calling people names. So maybe it will be. Well, I like your optimism. I really do. I guess we'll find out. Probably what I'll do is I'll probably stay on the server for another few days before I 
uh, leave again because it is addictive. I mean, I've just sat up. I mean, this has been a, a pleasant chat for the last couple of hours, but this is two hours that I probably was meant to be in bed asleep. It's very addictive for me, this place. So I probably will uh, leave the server again sooner rather than later. But I'll be out there listening. And hopefully I'll be listening to Rick and Rollo on a Saturday. Ab and a an explanatory or a, an informative Tiago on a Thursday. Maybe Marcus Allen will come back. That'd be pretty cool. And uh, and all the regular characters here, like, this is a cool place. In some ways, this is a really cool place. It's unique. It offers something that you don't get anywhere else. So, yeah, hopefully it's onwards and upwards. I guess I mean time will tell. But, Linda, I hope you have a, a lovely evening tonight. Uh, yep. For the rest of you, I, I know it's not as late yep. where you are. And, um, yeah, I'm not very good at saying goodbye to people. <laughs> so... So this is oh, well. this is my good bye to you, and um, yeah, maybe right. we'll speak again sometime soon. Cheers. I'm not sure. Cheers, okay, John. bye. Bye. That's all, folks.